Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Banker Next Door. I am your host, Dr. Joe Berquist. Uh, today, at this episode, we're going to look at kind of the crazy roller coaster that New York Community Bank Corp has gone through here over the last week. Um, quite an amazing story. They were expected to post a profit, but then ended up uh, posting a huge loss and then basically spent the whole week uh, trying to scramble around and get get their hands around their situation, as it were. And it all relates around commercial real estate. And we did something we've been talking about for a couple of months now here on the channel. Um, but before we get into that, I'm very excited to say that we have our very first sponsor on the channel today. So I want to bring this up real quick. So our sponsor for today is Willow Street Pictures. Uh, Willow Street Pictures have a, has a couple of amazing studios with state-of-the-art photography equipment. If you're looking for a great place to do pet photography, to do family portraits, or to get all whatever your corporate needs are, whether it be a corporate marketing campaign, uh, a website, uh, whatever your needs might be on there, they have the ability to handle it. Their studios are truly incredible. They're able to, to create a whole uh, no, multitude of settings for you, whatever kind of your heart desires on that, uh, which is really great. The crew over there is so much fun to work with. Uh, you could check them out at their website, which is www.willowstreetpictures.com. Uh, I highly recommend them. So please go on and check them out whenever you have a chance. So um, I'm going to start here. A couple of things here. So I'm actually going to start here. So follow me through. I'm going to start here on February 5th. So New York Community Bank Corp posts the lowest close since 2000 after downgrade. So New York Community Bank Corp shares fell to their lowest close since July of 2000 after Fitch ratings downgraded the regional bank. The stock suffered sharp sell-off last week after NYCB, which acquired parts of failed Signature Bank in early 2023, disclosed a surprise loss for the fourth quarter and slashed its dividend. On Monday, the shares fell more than 10%. And since Tuesday's close before the NYCB disclosure, they're off 48%, representing a $3.55 billion drop in market cap. Uh, Fitch downgraded NYCB late Friday to the lowest possible investment grade rating of BBB minus or junk. Uh, the rating agency pointed to troubles in the bank's commercial real estate book, which drove a sharp rise in its net charge-offs in the fourth quarter. NYCB piled away millions for potential future losses. Fitch also noted the regulatory challenges NYCB faces with its acquisition of Signature last year and Flagstar Bank in 2022. Those deals put it past a key asset threshold of $100 billion that comes with stricter liquidity and capital standards. So... New York Community Bank with Signature Bank failed last year. If you want to get the story on that, go see my crypto series part four on the banking crisis of 2023. Kind of explains all that. But in a nutshell, what happened is after Signature Bank failed, um, they had kind of a bidding process and New York Community Bank won the bid and purchased the bulk of Signature Bank's commercial real estate portfolio there in New York City and, and surrounding uh, areas. And after they basically did a deep dive into that real estate portfolio, they found out they had a tremendous amount of problem commercial real estate loans. So, but but let's but let's take a look at this. So they announced the loss, not this week, but the week before, going back the week, the Wednesday, the week before. So they had kind of announced this loss, stock drops, they slashed the dividend. And so now 
New York Community Bank's move to cut its quarterly dividend and increase cash holdings for potential loan losses from real estate lending was due to behind-the-scenes conversations with officials from the OCC Bloomberg News reported, citing people with direct knowledge of the matter. Chief Risk Officer Nicholas Munson and Chief Audit Executive Megan Belfinger uh, departed the firm just months before the bank unveiled its decision without any disclosure regarding their exits, unnamed sources told Bloomberg. The bank disclosed Munson's departure to the Financial Times and Bloomberg News on December 5th, but declined to comment further, the report added. A spokesperson for the OCC, Munger and Belfinger, all declined to comment. So this is really interesting. You have a couple of chief executives that basically decided to exit you know, uh, you know, based on, you know, behind the scenes conversations from the OCC, um, you know, that just doesn't, that may or may not be interesting, but it's just, it's something to note here, you know, we'll have to see like what goes on with that. So now we get to the next day. Now we're, now we, that was on uh, Tuesday on the 6th. Now we're on Wednesday, the 7th. So New York Community Bank received a long-term issuer rating downgrade to junk or BA2 from the BAA3 from Moody's. So first we were talking about Finch. Now we're talking about Moody's. Moody's and its lead lender, Flagstar Bank, also got a long-term deposits rating downgrade to BAA2 or moderate credit risk from A3. The bank's baseline credit assessment was likewise downgraded to BA1 or below investment grade from BAA2. All ratings except short-term counterparty risk ratings and assessments remain on review for further downgrade. The ratings firm said in a February 6th report, the downgrades reflect the multifaceted financial risk management and governance challenges facing NYCB, Moody said, adding the bank seeks to build its capital but just took on an uh, anticipated loss on commercial real estate on which the bank is focused. Furthermore, New York Community Bank Court shareholders sued the company February 6th after the lender posted unexpected commercial real estate losses and slashed its dividend, causing its stock price to plunge to a nearly 27-year low, Reuters reported, citing a proposed class action lawsuit filed in Brooklyn Federal Court. The complainant said the regional bank defrauded them by failing to disclose it would stockpile more reserves for credit losses and cut its dividend by 71% to boost its balance sheet. And then late night on February 6th, a press release citing updated data as of February 5th, NYCB said it had ample liquidity of $37.3 billion, exceeding uninsured deposits with a coverage ratio of 163%. We took decisive actions to fortify our balance sheet and strengthen our risk management processes during the fourth quarter. Our actions are an investment in, enhance, in enhancing a risk management framework commensurate with the size and complexity of our bank and providing a solid foundation going forward, President and CEO Thomas Kamenji said. Kamenji said NYCB's deposit ratings from Moody's, Fitch, and DBRS remain investment grade despite the Moody's downgrade. So a lot happening there, which just in the span of a couple of days. So you got the, the they declared the loss, stock price drops, they slashed the dividend, shareholders uh, come in and basically are suing them now for slashing that dividend and say basically claiming that they're you know that, that basically you know management you know wasn't dis didn't disclose things properly what you know a lot of shenanigans going on there and then we got the downgrade from Fitch and Moody's and DBRS downgrading the company's company's debt and their stock and everything else and then late night you know they're coming and saying hey we're fine with liquidity and stuff like that um 
And then we'll see, you know, and, and so that so there's that. Now we move to Thursday, the 8th. New York Community Bank Court shares continued their wild ride after Bank's new executive chairman outlined uh, actions available to strengthen the bank, including asset sales and a capital raise. Dinello downplayed the scale of the asset sales the bank might undertake. It said that a capital raise may not be needed. The bank had been in contact with investors about a risk transfer transaction involving a portfolio of residential mortgages and other potential deals before the fourth quarter 2023 earnings release. Bloomberg News reported the company is also considering offloading a roughly one billion portfolio of recreational vehicles and marine loans. Unnamed sources told the news outlet talks are in preliminary stages and details could change the report added. So, you know, so now we're saying, and then, and then, then on Friday, Morningstar uh, DBRS downgraded the credit rating of New York Community Bank Corp, citing the bank's outsized commercial real estate concentration compared to most of its peers. The trend for all credit ratings are negative. So, um, what they did here was, you know, obviously they, they, the management of the bank ran to try to shore things up. They tried, they wanted to reassure the market and investors that basically that they, hey, uninsured deposits weren't going to be an issue here, that they think the collateral position is okay. You know, we might sell off a couple of things. We might raise some money. You know, all that stuff is going on. Now, the interesting thing is that I will tell you that Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank said the almost the exact same things. Uh, before they failed last year. So in other words, and, and they had hired Goldman Sachs to come in, try to raise money for them at the last minute. Now, it I'll just say it appears on the surface that uh, New York Community Bank Corp's uh, position is not perhaps as dire as Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank. But I will also say this, that, okay, so liquidity may not be an issue here. And, and yeah, maybe they do need to raise some capital. Maybe their capital has taken a ding here with this. But Bad loans in and of themselves can can put a bank under. Bad loans in and of themselves can kill a bank. That it's that's it. I, I mean, I, when I first started my career, I worked at a bank where our CEO used to preach to us all the time: no bad loans, no bad loans. And he would say to us, just he just was so repetitive, beaten into our heads that that nothing will kill a loan faster than nothing will kill a bank faster than bad loans. And that is that is a a hundred and ten percent correct. You know, you can have a great capital position and you can have a great liquidity position and everything there can be fine. If you have a five or 10 percent chunk of your loan portfolio goes bad, uh, that could be game over. That could be game over. Uh, you know, so so let's look at a couple of these articles here real quick. So this is S&P Global. This is these are coming from S&P Global Market Intelligence. So here we just have New York Community Bank falls to second cheapest U.S. bank stock after fourth quarter 2023 loss. Uh, the stock traded at one point was down 60% of its adjusted tangible book value, uh, down from 97.6% a month earlier. I mean, so it's like the, the, the stock, I mean, the stock really went on a wild ride here the last couple of days. Uh, then I think we go into, so here, you know, New, New York Community Bank Corp chairman seeks to right the ship after the fourth quarter 2023 loss. Again, here they're coming out saying, yeah, you know, we're, you know, we're going to reserve uh, the, the builds, you know, we're going to work on the capital. We're going to make sure everything is okay. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and then we get into, and then we come to Friday U S banking regulators scrambling to get in front of CRE stress, you know, bank, bank regulators are increasingly working with institutions, 
uh, to stay ahead of an expected commercial real estate credit quality downturn. Um, the banking supervisors are working with their banks to manage this risk and to identify Yellen Sen, Janet Yellen. Uh, I hope and believe it will not end up being a systemic risk for the banking system. Uh, the exposure of the largest banks is quite low, but there may be smaller banks that are stressed by these developments. Um, I don't think that is an accurate statement. I, to say that the exposure of the largest banks is quite low, uh, no. Actually, the larger banks are have the the especially the regional banks have the largest exposure to commercial real estate, but not but not just any commercial real estate. The high end commercial real estate, your 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 major downtown office buildings, your urban your large urban commercial real estate. That's where the the really heart of the problem lies. Now, some smaller banks they could have they, they again they have a lot of exposure to commercial real estate, but it's in my mind it's the type of commercial real estate that you're talking about here. Uh, in other words, if I have an owner occupied property, that's this uh, main street property that's say six or $700,000 and it's owner occupied and it's occupied by a, an all state agency or a law firm or a small doctor's office or something like that. Um, I don't think there's a whole lot of risk right now in that particular property. If I've got a 15 story office building that's got, you know, 400,000 square feet in, in downtown and that uh, that the rent roll on that building has dropped 30 percent down to 70 percent. Well, guess what? You're not now your debt service is out the window. You're not making the roll. You better call the special servicer. You better get them in there because, you know, you're about to have some uh, big problems. And there's there's a lot of examples of that recently in, in the market. And that's and it's probably only going to get worse. So so I don't think that that's an accurate statement by her to basically say the exposure of the largest banks is quite low. That's I think it's literally ex the exact opposite. Um, it's obvious that there's going to be stress and losses that are associated with this. Well, yes. Yeah. Those risks might be more acute among smaller banks, which have more exposure to CRE. Uh, many, especially smaller and regional banks have concentrations of commercial real estate lending. Yes, true. Uh, while the situation is manageable right now, there may be some institutions that are quite stressed by this problem. Um, so, you know, what is that? Oh, and then and then just one more thing I want to look at. Uh, one last uh, thing I'm going to read here. So uh, New York. Uh, so basically, yeah, New York Community Bank is basically a 116 billion asset bank. Um, and then this just goes on to say that basically, you know, New York Community Bank Corp is almost uh, nothing like the banks that failed last spring. It reported a deposit pace with uninsured uh, uncollateralized deposits of just 28% as of Wednesday morning in line with other banks. The bank also reported more than enough liquidity to cover all of those uninsured deposits and apparent response to Moody's concerns the night before about its liquidity profile. Uh, what's behind the surface is that the bank recently jumped a key regulatory hurdle, the 100 billion asset mark, um, you know, again, which we, which we talked about. Uh, but so I think the bigger, the bigger issue here is does New York Community Bank, if they fail, do they become the catalyst to kick off another round of bank failures, just like we saw in the spring of last year, you know, with with Signature Bank, Silicon Valley Bank, um, Silvergate Bank and uh, and so on and so forth. You know, is this going to is this the canary in the coal mine? Is this is this the spark that basically kicks off the next thing? I think that there is a lot of uneasiness around 
this story. Uh, I think we have to keep a close eye on here on what happens and how this plays out. But there, no doubt this was kind of the, I looked at it like this was the story of the week. That's why I wanted to do an episode just on this because this, uh, this, Bank stock really took a kind of a wild ride and we'll have to see if they can kind of stabilize this coming up here in the next couple of weeks and, and see what happens. But like I said, the, the putting the liquidity issue and the capital issue aside, you know, if they have a tremendous amount of bad loans, uh, that in and of itself could sink the bank. But we'll but we'll have to see. We'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on it. We'll have to see what goes on here, see if they can uh, kind of right the ship, so to speak, keep things going. But um, but I don't think there's any doubt that it, 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 this is not the last bank that we're going to see that's going to have issues here with their commercial real estate portfolio. Like there there's definitely going to be more. And we'll have to just keep a look out and see, you know, see how that kind of plays out. But I hope you like this episode. Uh, please make sure to like, subscribe, share. Uh, that always helps the channel. And I will be back real soon with some more episodes for everybody. Thanks a lot.